God is good. Jesus. Hallelujah. Well, it's good to be in the presence of the Lord here today. To know His goodness and His grace and His mercy. God is so good to us, isn't He not? It's good to have John back. We give it. Amen. We are giving him a break today, but I'm sure he doesn't need no break in terms of, uh, you know, when it when the word's in you, it's in you. And but we just wanted to bless him as he flew in last night, and uh, I'm sure we're going to hear some exciting news in the days to come of what God did with him and through him in his time away from us. Tish, what an amazing sermon last week. It's been totally saturating in my spirit. Somebody who can minister so well when there's kids around, stay the course, come through, and we can shout hallelujah. Come on, help me somebody. And if you were not here last week, shame on you. No, I'm just teasing. <laughs> but if, if you hadn't come, it was so powerful as she did the family service here. If you're visiting with us today, welcome in Jesus' name. We welcome you to Jericho Road. We're excited that you're with us today. And um, we pray that as you l- were fellowshipping with us that when you do leave you would leave better than you came in amen but uh last week uh, tish just so powerful how you can take a little a storybook and, and make this message that comes alive and i felt like running and i think we did run a little bit here and we did have excitement and and god's exciting isn't he not so if you just dragged your sorry body in here today and you came in sucking lemons and, and walked in here, well, bless God Almighty, I, I pray you leave with rejoicing and full of praise. Come on, help me somebody. And not to just pick out because every testimony is important because it's, it's someone's testimony. But, you know, Tina, that whole fear thing. Have you ever watched her get on her big bike? I'm fearful for her. (laughs) I don't know how she, you know, I mean, the fear's broken off of you because she gets on that bike and she's just like, she owns it. And I'm going like, my Lord, God Almighty, you know. I mean, there ain't no fear. (laughs) And I'm going like, and and my wife and I go, whoa. (laughs) But she owns that thing. And, and, and you, you can own the same thing in the Spirit. You can, just like you own that machine, and, and you can just, that little Tina getting on that bike, and, you know, and, and you just think, but in the same way in the Spirit, you can own it in the Spirit. Hallelujah. Isn't God good? God is so good. I w- I w- if you do have your Bibles, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reread some scriptures here. Um, you know, I was, I, I was surprised by the Lord, um, when Jan began to read, I was going like, dear God, where did that come from? But there was a little typo error. It should have been Romans 8. It's not your fault. 
And so I was surprised by the Lord. And I said, well, Lord, are you telling me something? <laughs> are you messing with my business today? <laughs> but, but it was exciting anyway because we needed to hear that. <laughs> I was also saying the same thing. What's there, Lord? <laughs> well, there's a lot of things. Uh, I think, first of all, uh, in cha- chapter 1 and verse 1, Paul says, a servant of Jesus. Uh, I think there's, there's, a, there's an importance that we are not to be served, but we're here to serve. So uh, I got excited about that, and I said, you know, <laughs> I'll look at that. You know what, Jamie, you, you read so well. Do you want to come read chapter 1, 1, 2? <laughs> But let's let's, um, just for time's sake, because we are going to the table of the Lord here today, and um, John's going to lead us there. Um, I just didn't want to keep you too too long, just a couple of hours. (coughs) But uh, miracles do happen. Um, I've never seen Bill in the front row ever, but thank God, you know, I haven't. But you know, thank you, Lord. So, you know, just um, verse 7, let's start at verse 7, chapter 8 and verse 7 says, Because the carnal mind is enmity with, against God, for there is no subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So they that are in the flesh cannot please God. Say they that are in the flesh cannot please God, just can't please God. But ye are not in the flesh but in the Spirit. If so, that the Spirit of God dwells in you. Now, if any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the Spirit is life because of righteousness. But if the Spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead... Oh my God, this is shouting grounds. Dwell in you. He that raised up Christ from the dead shall be quickened in your mortal bodies by the Spirit that dwells in you. But if the Spirit of Him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in you. Let, let, let me read something else while, while we're there for a few minutes. Um, just, just, just bear with me. John chapter 14. John in the 14th chapter. Jesus says this, and Jesus talking to his disciples. He says, If you love me, keep my commandments. And I will pray that the Father, that he shall give you another, say another, comforter, that he might abide with you forever, even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it sees him not. Neither does it know him. But you know him, for he dwells with you and shall be in you. Hmm. For he dwells with you and shall be in you. The spirit of him who raised up Christ from the dead dwells upon you, around you. He dwells in you. Hmm. Therefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh to live after the flesh. 
For if we live after the flesh, we shall surely die. But if through the Spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, he shall live. For many, now here's where I want to get to, for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Yeah, that's good shouting grounds. Come on. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, there's that fear again, but that you have received the spirit of adoption by which we cry, Abba, Father. Abba, Father. The Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. Come on, that's glorious. Hallelujah to God. For they that are led by the Spirit are the sons of God, the children of God. They that are led by the Spirit are the children of God. You see, I don't need to rejoice that I'm a child of God. If you've received Christ as your Lord and Savior, you've received what He's done for you at the work of the cross, you have been engrafted and you have become His children, His child. And if you're here today and you don't know Christ, I invite you to come to the knowledge of Jesus Christ. For this is the greatest news on planet earth. It's not a news of that you could have won a million dollars or you could have done this or you could have done that. You've bought a house or you bought a car. No, no. The greatest news is that I have been redeemed from the pit of hell and redeemed in, and grafted into the kingdom of God. Come on. Hallelujah. Woo! I'll say it over here. Woo! Hallelujah. This is good news. Shout good news. This ain't bad news. This is the greatest news that you can ever receive, that Jesus paved the way for you and I to walk and say, Abba, Father. <laughs> There's no other news like this. There's nothing else. Eye has not seen, ear cannot hear, because I tell you, it's been recorded in the things of God that God has such things for you that you'll never imagine. This is an exciting day today. Two weeks ago, we talked about the joy of our salvation. Shouting around. I get excited, as you know. But I don't make an apology for it because I'm excited. Why be. Why, why, oh, help me, Jesus. Why should I be discouraged or defeated to be excited about my salvation, about my sonship with Christ? It's the greatest thing you have. When the world can take everything from you, you may have come in here and you might go, God, I didn't even know how I'm going to make it yesterday, but you're here today. And because you're here today, God has some good news for you that He still loves you and He's still on the throne and He's remembered your name. <laughs> this is good news, bro. I, I think it's time to share good news. Port Alberni needs it. The island needs it. Canada needs it. 
We look at our government today. We need it. And it doesn't come from any other form than us proclaiming good news. Jesus help me. Exciting. I get, I get myself. I preach myself excited. <laughs> Randy, I get excited. And I cannot deny it. Because this is good. But we should not need to celebrate on that which is evident already. I don't need to pray, Oh God, Father, just teach me how to understand I'm a son. No, you're a son. It's a done deal. The thing we should rejoice, the Bible says, a scripture today, it says this, For as many as are led by the Spirit. So it's the discipline that we should rejoice in. The discipline on being led by the Spirit. I am a child of God. You are a child of God. That's a given. But where we come and need to walk in rejoicing that I can discipline my spiritual man is how to be led. We're a congregation that want to be led by the Spirit. We're a congregation that want to be led by the Spirit. Amen. We don't want to be led by the flesh. I don't want to be led by my carnal man. I want to be led by the Spirit. For it is in the realm of the Spirit that we get life. For I'm led by the Spirit. The Spirit leads us. And we would have a nice sermonette and go home saying, well, didn't he preach just nice? And then we might have other people go, I didn't understand a thing he said. He spoke so fast. But we've come so that we can be led by the Spirit. God, what are you saying? How are you saying it? Why are you saying it? What are you... What is your intentions, Lord, that we have gathered here today? Sanctuaries, churches are filled all across Canada today. Somebody will get up and they will preach a word. But many people don't respond to that word by hearing what God is saying because we don't want the responsibility that when God says something, that we will fulfill what God says. So we hear with one ear and it goes out the other ear because we don't allow the Word to take root in our heart that when God says, I want to lead you, help me, that we don't get led because we don't want the responsibility of being led. Lest it may deal with our carnal side and crush it. And yet when I read the Word, the Word of God says that if you want to live by the flesh, you will die by the flesh. But I have been created and made as a spiritual being. How many of you realize that we are spiritual beings having a natural temporal experience? That's all. I came from the Father, and I go back to the Father. 
He sends me His divine Spirit so that I can have the unction to go through life. This is not rocket science. All this is, is a place of when we can say, Abba, Father, thank you that I can walk this life and I can be victorious over everything because He gave me the power to have that. Woo! Come on, yeah, come on. Give the Lord some praise. Why? Because I am a spiritual being. This is not mystical. This is a miracle. It's a miracle that I understand my spiritual DNA and I walk it out. Somebody with me? We are to be led by the Spirit, become the beacons of light in a dark world. My son and I, we were busy watching uh, the seven um, wonders of the world that were... um, structurally put together and it's quite exciting it's quite interesting I enjoy that kind of stuff and uh, we were busy watching that lighthouse that was built in the middle of the ocean in well not the middle of the ocean but out in the ocean in uh, Scotland and it just sits there as, as, as one of the uh, um, wonders of the world and how they could construct that and put it together in the era and the time that they did. And there it stands as a beacon of light because there were so many ships that were, cra- that were shipwrecked. In one year, they had 70 ships that were shipwrecked in that area. And so one person, Stevenson, makes a decision, it can be done. I can, we can build this lighthouse in the middle, out where the roughest sea is, we can put this beacon and this lighthouse. Now, the lighthouse did not say, in order for me to be a lighthouse, I need to be a shipwreck first. I pray that will... Uh, I'm going to say it again. The lighthouse did not say, in order to be a lighthouse, I need to be shipwrecked first to experience to be a lighthouse. There's a lie of the enemy that says you have to live in your flesh and be the lowest common denominator in order to be a lighthouse. No, my God. Jesus said you've been redeemed from the pit of hell and you can be a beacon of the glory of God and be led by God because you are a child of the living God. You don't have to be a beacon to say, I'm just going to be the... No, my God, you didn't stay there, Tina. Guess what? The, you became a beacon of light. You said, I'm going to restore what, was ta- what I took. And not only that, I'm going to say, devil, you're out of here. Come on, help me somebody. I'm, I, I think I'm going to go and preach in the back there a little bit. Woo! Jesus, help me. Led... By the Spirit. It didn't say led by demonic forces. It didn't say led by darkness. It didn't say led by by all this kind of... It said 
be, be led by the Spirit of the living God who conquered death, who conquered hell, and broke it in Jesus' name. The same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead lives in you. So every time death wants to take hold of you, you say, no, I know who I am. Death has already been taken care of. I live in the realm of the resurrection. I live in the realm of the glory. Ooh, Jesus. So therefore, I can be led by the Spirit. You can be led by the Spirit. Now, let me just say this, and this is not a damper. I didn't, being led by the Spirit doesn't have to say what kind of popcorn you need to eat when you go to the movies. Well, I've got to be led by the Spirit. I don't know if I should have butter on it or not have butter on it. A few masters don't have butter on it. <laughs> Simple, right? But I am talking about being led by the Spirit that we can become spiritual beings. Listen, I, I said this two weeks ago and I'm going to say it again when the worship team is worshipping they're not there for our entertainment if you think they're there for our entertainment you're highly mistaken what they're there for they are worshippers called to worship the king and we join with them and we are taken into the throne room They are not there for our entertainment. We are here to say, Lord, we are gathered together in this place. Lead us to what you want to say to us and have us do. Led by the Spirit. How do we get led by the Spirit? Sometimes He leads you to pray. We heard today, there's fires. And Lynn rightfully said, the prayer team has been praying for those who've been devastated by that disaster. It's activated. How do we hear God? How do we be led by the Spirit? By hearing His voice. How? Sometimes He says, pray about this. Intercede. Intercession. Sometimes He speaks to us in various ways, and I don't have time to go into it today, because, but I want to drive home to be led. I want to whet our appetite in the Spirit. Come on. People who are full of the Spirit of God, I want to whet your appetite that we can be led by the Spirit and know the power of the Holy Spirit and flow in the power of the Holy Spirit. Are you with me? It's, here, here's, it might be just... A, here's an example. When my wife was pre- uh, pregnant with um, Sahara, she had all these cravings and uh, her taste buds are all over the place. So, you know, I'm up at um, 12 o'clock at night going down to 7-Eleven or something. And oftentimes I bring the wrong thing back. So I'm doing two trips. But we were just home and we were in Alberta at the time and we were just um, sitting in our home and... and um, up pops this ad for Red Lobster and they have their lobster feast and both of our juices are starting to flow because we see it it starts to activate something in our brain 
Then it gets down to our belly. And our belly can contain it. <laughs> oh, that was a bad joke. <laughs> can it? <laughs> but, so all, and we are two hours away from a red lobster. Need I tell you anything more? We went to Red Lobster. <laughs> we <laughs> we're driving. The first hour is okay. The second hour is like, what are we doing? <laughs> you know, we, the kids. <laughs> because something that we had tasted before and we could wasn't even around us. We could smell it. We could, it was the taste buds. And we were driven to go and get it. And it's the same thing of the things of the Spirit. Taste and see that the Lord is good. When you've tasted the goodness of God and we, we sometimes, we forget what it is but I've come to whet our appetite in the Spirit today. If anything that I can do today is whet our appetite in the Spirit where you can smell something brewing in God's kitchen. <laughs> that, that there is a longing within inside of you, just you will take the journey in order to receive what God has. This is good news. This is the greatest news you can ever receive is that not only can we be called the sons of God, the children of God, but we can be led by the Spirit of God. Each one of us here today, every one of us here today, whether it's praying for that sick person and then God uses you. Remember one person, he'd come in, his name is Daniel. He'd come in and he was hearing this and he, he was hearing about hearing the voice of God and he just was like, how can I be part of that? I've never heard the voice of God. Maybe you're here today and you go like, I don't hear it like Stephen. I don't hear it like Michael. I don't hear it like someone else, you know. I don't hear it. I, how do I get that? And so he's driving in his vehicle and it was a Wednesday night after a meeting and, and he was just driving and and um, as he was driving down the road, he heard this still voice stop at the grocery store. Now it's 10, the, the, our meeting stopped at 10, 10 it's around about 10.30 at night. Stop at the convenience store and pick up a jug of milk. So he picks up a jug of milk and he goes like, this is ridiculous. I don't need milk. I've got milk in my fridge. But he just had that prompting. He's learning to walk in the Spirit. So he picks up this milk. And then he's got the milk on the side of, on, on his seat next to him and he's driving and he's going home. And the Spirit of the Lord says, turn down this road. And he turned down that road. And he starts getting into the industrial part of the, the, the area we were in. And, and so Daniel goes down to this industrial part. And it's all industrial buildings. Now it's like 11 o'clock at night. And he says, he just stopped there. And the Lord says, look to your right. On your left, there is this industrial buildings. But on the right, just in the, in the corner there, is this small little house 
seems odd. Like here's this little house in this industrial area. So he knocks on the door at 11 o'clock at night and he goes, man, this is, this is either going to suck for me or this is going to be okay. I don't know. But he's knocking at the door and this guy opens the door and he says, what can I do? And he says, I've got this jug of milk. I know it's 11 o'clock at night. And the man stands there, yells for his wife to come and she comes out with this little baby and they had nothing and they needed milk for the baby. It's 11 o'clock at night. And they were, uh, he, by him being led by the Spirit, was able to provide. I'll tell you something. Daniel now knows how to be led by the Spirit. You see, so can you. So can you. This is not for Stephen. This is not for Michael. This is not for John. This is for every single person who hears the sound of my voice right now. Is that you can be led by the Spirit to fulfill what God is wanting to do and watch a city come to God. Watch a community come to God. The community doesn't come to God when you live in your flesh. In fact, God gets ridiculed when we try to say we're spiritual beings and then we go out and we live like the flesh. I know you don't want to hear that. This is not a ju- this is this is news. This is good news. How is it good news? It's good news. Because a community, a nation is waiting on you and I to be totally saturated by the Spirit of God. I'm not talking about weird. I'm not talking about I'm talking about just being obedient to the Spirit. I'll bring it to a close. There is nothing different between you and I and Enoch of old. Enoch who was not. You know Enoch who was not? One day Enoch's just merely walking and then he was a was not. There is nothing between Enoch and our God and me. But Enoch had this relationship with God he communicated with God. God dwelt with him, dwelt in him, and he just was not. God said, There's, oh, I wish I had time to preach on it because I have a revelation on this. I tell you, the, Enoch had such a connection with heaven that he just stepped from the natural into the realm of the... And said, That's it. Nothing is the difference. We can become was-nots as we are walking in the Spirit, as we are walking in the realms of God. You and I have the same Jesus, the same God. Elijah. Help me, Brother Elijah. Elijah who confronted the prophets of Baal. I think it's time to sometimes confront the prophets of Baal. You know, there he is. Um, and, and, and he heard God's voice and he was listening to God's voice and I wish I had time just to talk about how many times he was led hearing God's voice. But one day Elijah said, I'm done. Jumped on his chariot and headed out. <laughs> get, get rid of some of those novels and just read the Bible. It's powerful. <laughs> just here's, here's Elijah just... And, he goes, and Elisha's following him. He goes, hey, Elisha, see you around. <laughs> Chariots from heaven. 
horses. And it's like, imagine being Elisha. It's like, whoa. I want to write a story about this. Elijah just gets on his chariot. Why? I'll tell you why. Because there was such a relationship with heaven and him being led and being obedient. Are you with me? It's the same thing with Moses. Moses is in the backside of the desert. Nobody knows him. He's not he's got no Moses, the divine ministries going on. None of that. It's just out in the backside of the desert. The wind's blowing. The dust is going. Are you with me? Have you ever had sandals and the sand and the dust is, and you're just walking with dusty feet and sand? And, and Moses is back there when the bush begins to burn. Remember? God's speaking. Today, <laughs> bush begins to burn. We'll go and get our... our, our our cell phones and our little selfie stick and go, whoo-hoo, me and God, we selfie. <laughs> That's a good book. Somebody can write it. The selfies of God. He <laughs> says, Moses, lead you. Moses' experience with God is no different than our experience today with God. None. Jesus, we love you. I have so much more to say, but I just I just feel the Lord just saying, <coughs> teach us how to be spiritual people, Lord, that we'll be led by the Spirit. And we're going to come to the communion table very shortly. But if you've been challenged in your life here today and you just say, you know, Stephen, I just, I want to hear God's voice and I want to be responsive and I want to, do what God's saying. I'm not going to ask you to come to the front. I'm just going to say, just stand right where you are. And I want to just pray a corporate prayer. If you just want to know God's voice and be led more with the Spirit, just stand right where you are. This is not a shameful thing or, a, or anything. It's just... Lord, I'm want to be obedient to your spirit and you just said pray over your people Lord I break fear and intimidation every lie of the enemy that says you're not good enough to hear God's voice I break that every place where you have felt like what if I fail so I break failure in Jesus' name. And I release God's people to walk in a new realm of the Spirit. From this moment forward, I speak it. I release it in this place. We're going to be Spirit-led people. We're going to be people of the Spirit for the Spirit dwells in us. And the same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead now dwells in you. So I release it in Jesus' name, believing that all things are possible to them that believe. And I want to thank you that there shall come testimonies from this day that right now, right now, I speak freedom over you right now. 
For there is now therefore now no condemnation. Be free. Be free. Go forth with the power and the might of the Lord. Go forth in the power and the might of the Lord. Stand as a beacon of His glory. In Jesus' name, Amen.